Hey guys, welcome back to another Rise to the Occasion podcast where we talk about different various fitness topics and obviously just have good conversation along the way. So we have a guest with us today. His name is Van Black and what he represents is his company called Van's True Fitness. How are you doing today? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. So I, I wanted to bring him on board because uh, I'm, I'm a close friend with him and he's got a lot of a lot of good things to say and just having the opportunity to, to kind of work with him over the years. I mean, he's truly an inspiring person. So I wanted to kind of pick his brain a little bit and get to know more about, you know, why he started his business. So tell me just about Vans True Fitness, what you're about, how you got started, I guess. Okay. Well, Vans True Fitness is the conversation we just had, a life gym. A life gym. We'll, we'll say that. It's a, it's a life gym. A lot of people thought when I first, um, when I first came up with it, the mindset behind Venture Fitness was I, I told my wife, I looked and said, you know what? I want to own a gym one day. Mm. But in order to own a gym, you got to become a personal trainer, do all this other stuff. So, right. OK, cool. Then I went down the road and somewhere along the line, I guess, through career, that kind of took the backseat. Mm-hmm. And then I picked it back up. I was like, no, you know what? I'm really going to commit to this. And so I became a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I once I came over, I crossed over and I became a personal trainer, I realized I started to take in clients for free just to get experience and everything like that. I started to take in clients and then I realized the people that I were trying to work out with or the people that I was taking on as clients, they were already in shape. And what they were doing was they they would take the information that I had and then they would just use it and say, OK, I no longer need you, which is cool, because in the sense I was still able to inspire some type of change. Mm-hmm. But I realized that that wasn't that wasn't what I wanted to do. It didn't satisfy um, you? It didn't. It yeah. was like, okay, something's missing. I was sitting in the gym one day, and I saw a Marine sitting outside. And I asked him, I said, hey, what's up, man? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. What's going on? Well, I was going to go in there and work out. But I just don't think I should. No, I mean, you definitely should. But why, why not? What's, what's wrong? You know, because it's like people like you in there, like you're a big guy. There's big guys in there. Like, look at me. In state, he was worried about how he looked. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't want to get better because he was worried about other people and what they were going to think of him. So that right there kind of clicked. And I was like, you know what, bud? How about I go in there with you and I'll work out with you? And it went from there. I started working out with him and then a workout with him. It just went to another level. And then he came to me and was like, hey, I greatly appreciate it. Like, because of you, like. I'm able to do this now. I don't really need training. He never paid me uh, for anything. It was just the time. Mm -hmm. And that made me feel like that was that moment where I was like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. So I continued and that was not like Vans True Fitness, but it was a moment like that. I was like, okay, this is the the end state. The behind Vans True Fitness has everything to do with Cheryl Annette Black. Your mother, right? My mother. My <laughs> I think mother. I read this she, on your, your yes. website. <laughs> <laughs> My mother. She's um lover to death. She she died at the young age of 46. Mm-hmm. So long story short, my mother was died, she was considered morbidly obese. Um, 300 plus pounds. She had diabetes. I forget if it was type one or type two. I know she took blood pressure medication. So she had diabetes, high high cholesterol, you name it, she had it. That, everything that comes with being overweight. You name it, she had it. Um, one day she was going to pick up my brother from work uh, in Dallas, Texas. She was going to pick up my brother from work and she had a stroke. Like she was suffering a heart attack and a stroke at the same time. Yes, she was driving. 
So as she goes to pick him up, she's suffering a heart attack and a stroke. She tells him, like, hey, I need to go to the hospital. So they pick him up. They divert from the hospital. They divert from going home to the hospital. She drives herself to the hospital and never left. And unfortunately, she was in the hospital for over a year or something like that. Um, Things go, things pass. And it was at that moment where I realized I started to look at my family. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my mom's age. I looked at everything. I said, yo. This has to like this has to change. Something something has to be different. So I took that and that was really like the spark behind. I'm really going to do this. I'm going to dedicate my life to helping people get better, taking taking what I've learned throughout the times and helping people get better. And that right there, that's the heart and soul of Van Shoe Fitness. How many years ago was that? That was 12 years ago, 2007, 2000, no, 2008. I'm sorry. And then that kind of sparked the goal to maybe be better at health, at your health and wellness, and then maybe eventually open up a gym and then turn it into personal training. I mean, it's just evolved. That's it, yeah, it went from <laughs> it went from just liking to work out. Like I play football, yeah. so I like to work out. And then it went from liking to work out to okay, I'm gonna open up a gym. Mm-hmm. And then it went from okay, I want to open up a gym mm-hmm. to well, I got to be a personal trainer. Became a personal trainer. Didn't really like the whole hovering over people that already knew how to get in shape. Trial and error at this point, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> find find the guy. Find the young man. Is Scared to go in the gym and boom, you there we go. Purpose. I find my purpose and then da-da-da-da, tragedy strikes, mom, and that was like, okay, that's it. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. So you take all that couple together, that's your fitness. Yeah, you know, and it, it's kind of a, it's interesting the, the way that things kind of built up and how one, one thing leads to another, you know, because, I mean, we talk about that all, all the time as far as, not not realizing how we got here. You yep. know what I mean? And I think that the story about your mother, you know, obviously very, very inspirational. And you kind of taking a step back and looking about, you know, thinking about what what not to do, but at the same time, things that you have to do now. Mm-hmm. And I also like the story of, uh, of the young man outside the gym because that happens so much. You know, it's not that people don't know how to work out. It's just that they're just intimidated to start. Right. You know, and um, for me, you know, walking into a gym or, you know, going out for a run, when I see people that when I see people that are having a hard time just trying to fit in. And what I mean by fitting in is like being at the gym and they feel that everyone's looking at them, you know, know? and they just want to be part of Mm -hmm. part of the whole crowd. And that in itself is very, very intimidating. And I think we take it for granted because we're so used to just going in there and getting it on. Like we don't remember the big, sometimes we forget the beginning stages of where it was very uncomfortable to go in and get on certain machines. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like now I don't care. What's that machine, the abductor machine? Like in the beginning, you're like, you know, that thing, that thing's weird. And now you're like, whatever, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You realize where it works for you. Yeah, exactly. And I really like the whole concept of, of your advanced true fitness because there's a lot of people out there that say things like, Hey, look at me mm-hmm. or Hey, do this workout. And I guarantee results, you know, and kind of reading into what you're going for. It's, it's way beyond that. Absolutely. Right. It's about the whole mental aspect of it, right. The spiritual aspect, the physical aspect, and kind of finding yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and here in, in our TTO, I mean, that's our goal. I mean, is it not, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so it's, it's, it's great to talk to someone else that kind of has like the same endowment. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm glad to be. I actually, when I was looking at you guys' video in the mountain, mm-hmm. the bend on top of the mountain, like really, 
I was like, yep, that's it. Like that's, that's everything. So for me, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, awesome. Now what, what, what obstacles do you see being the hardest for you to overcome trying to get, you know, I don't want to say clients because I'm pretty sure that you see them <laughs> way more than that, but what, what is it that you want to do? Um, when it comes to, so as far as the training piece or. Is it like, you mean like if a client, if someone were to come up to you and be like, Band Street Fitness, help me. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you do? Is that what you're so asking? So that's, that starts off with the consultation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, I need help. Mm-hmm. Go. Okay. So we'll set up a consultation. And at that point, it's identifying what you need help with. So I'm not just a certified personal trainer. I'm actually working on becoming a certified life coach as well. So uh, IFC uh, certified as well, or International uh, ICF, International Coaches Federation. So that's what I'm working on too. So that's kind of like a, a double thing. So it may not be you need me to sit down and be your personal trainer. It may not, it, fitness may not even be the goal. The end state might be mental fitness. And again, of course you got people, I just may not be able to provide life coaching for you. I may have to look at you and realistically say, hey, based off the conversation we just had, yes, I am a professional, Mm -hmm. but I understand I don't have the credentials to help you in what you need. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what that is. So, I mean, if I sit down, I'll sit down with the, in a consultation with the person, depending on what they want to do. If they came to me and said, I want to lose weight. Okay. Now I know the direction to go. Okay. With the, with the life coach training in the back of my mind, I'll always keep that there because it's always an opportunity to bring things forward. Absolutely. Right. Um, if they come in and say, okay, Hey, I want to do something with fitness. Cool. Well, let's try this. We know which direction we want to go. But if they come in and say, look, when it comes to physical fitness, I'm good. But I noticed that you said you were a life coach or you were doing these things. I need help. I have a situation. Sit down. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk. Now that's where that comes into play. It's again, it's a consultation. What do you need? What I put up a post today um, on my, on my page and on my Instagram, I put up just random motivational posts uh, every day. Actually, at least I try to. Right. (laughs) So today the post was play your position. The beginning of the post of that was Van's word of the day, right? I got those. Uh, It was know your position or your place, right, in life or in your relationship, in your circle, and in life. So it's just a matter of me finding out what my position is with that individual that sits down with me, whatever change comes. How to help them. That's it. That's awesome. So talking about, you know, people coming up to you and being vulnerable and talking about their problems, you know, one of the things that we kind of talk about here at at RTTO is that that's probably one of the biggest challenges that most people have is admitting when they have something not necessarily wrong with them, but something that they want to improve, you know, and it's human nature that we set boundaries on ourselves because we're afraid that we're not going to pass them. So how do we make somebody feel comfortable to be able to come to you and say, hey, this is what I am. This is, 
this is who I am right now, but this is who I want to be. Absolutely. It starts with you. It starts, it starts with you and your approach to things and your energy. First and first and foremost, a lot of, like I'm an energy person. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, I go as far as doing a whole deep meditation and, uh, chanting and stuff like that. I don't do that, but I'm, I am an energy person. Like if I know if I put out negative energy, if I put out bad energy, first and foremost, nobody's going to feel comfortable coming to me. Nobody's going to feel drawn or connected to me. So it starts with us as people first, right? We have to be able to understand the mindset we put other people in around us. So like, for instance, we all like to work out, Mm -hmm. right? And if we all like to work out and we go about it in a sense of like, hey, because you can't do this, you're trash. Nobody's going to want to come and talk to us about anything. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of the mentality we have, because of the energy that we're putting out there. And people hear that and they see that. It's like, yeah, I want to get better. But you know what? Although you just did this, dude, you just ran 13 miles. and You're still doing some more with a freaking weighted vest on. I don't want to talk to you now because your energy is off and the way you talk is like, I'm that person. Mm-hmm. So it starts with you. Uh, think about how you approach things. Think about how you approach the situation. Then when people come to you, don't try to change them. Don't like the thing is you can't try to change somebody's mind. You can't. They already know what they want to do. They have a pre, they have a predetermined goal in their head already. Mm-hmm. What you have to do, a lot of us, what we have to do is one, uh, listen and that's it. Just be willing to listen. Now, I know I've been dancing around it, but I had to add the prelib to getting to the meat and potatoes of the question. So to get somebody comfortable with opening up and saying, hey, I got a problem. That's tough. It's very tough, right? Because none of us as adults, none of us want to admit, nobody wants to admit we have problems. But we do. Mm-hmm. Everything is good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all right. We all do it. Okay. It's normal. But in the midst of you giving off good energy, sitting back, listening, building good rapport with an individual. And then you show them. Here's my flaws. This is what I suck at. This is what I'm awesome at. And you know what? It's okay. It triggers. They open up. Oh, hey, you know what? Um, I remember the other day you was talking and you said something along the lines of some of your issues. I have those same issues. Or you was battling some things like, how did you overcome that? Or door is open now because they just had the conversation with you. Well, people want that reality. You know, exactly. They want to they want to relate to people. They don't want to. Granted, you can get on social media and look at all the beautiful people and want to look like them. But when you Absolutely. see that realism, it's like draws you right in, you know. It's like your it's like your training, right? Mm-hmm. When you went to do your competition, yeah, it's like nobody seen all the stuff that you went through. <laughs> they seen the in state, yeah. Oh my true. god, you look great. Yes, mm-hmm. nobody seen the in state. When you start talking, there's somebody who's like, "Well, how did she get here? Mm-hmm. Okay, she got here. Yeah, this looks beautiful, but you didn't see what I had to go through." But you got to be in love with the process of getting to the end state, too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the part that I'm obsessed with is the process. You know yeah. what I mean? The process. Yeah. And I mean, I think I think with what you're saying, it, it makes me think of a lot of things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, like a lot of issues that 
that I feel that I have. You know, mm -hmm. I I remember I was talking to Mallory one time, and you know, she asked me a question of like, why why do you why do you do the things that you do? Like, why do you think you do the things that you do? You know, and sometimes when I look back and I have these conversations, I start reflecting on my own life, and I and throughout my career, I've always tried to to go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. You know, like I have something to prove. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm gonna do this because it's gonna look better and it's harder. Or I'm gonna do, you know, this because I'm gonna prove to myself that I can do it. Mm -hmm. And kind of analyzing, you know, the things that you're talking about, you know, I was telling Mallory about it the other day. It, it brings me back to my childhood, seventh grade. <laughs> it brings me back to the coach lining us up. You know, we're, we're gonna play football. Mm -hmm. And he lines us all up, and this coach just comes on our shoulder and says, A team, B team, A team, B team, B team, A team. And basically I was in the B team because you know I'm not I'm not a tall person. And right. all the big guys went to the A team. And, and band. Bands on the A team. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> Bands on the A team. You know, but and from that moment on, uh, I realized that perception was 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 a very big deal. Mm -hmm. And I remember that we had a coach, the B team coach, that got a bunch of rejects, I guess, and made us go undefeated. Seventh and eighth grade, you know? And it was uh it was a feeling that um was very addicting. And from then on is when I learned that if you work hard, right, and you're and you're open like he was, he's like, hey, you guys are a bunch of rejects. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know okay. I mean, straight you know, <laughs> you know, this is this is this is what we have to work with, and this is this is what we're gonna do. And you know what? It worked. It worked absolutely. And and I mean, it goes back to what I was saying that it it takes a certain individual and a certain individual that's gonna be able to listen like yourself to be like, hey, I've I've heard it all, and no matter what you say, like, I'm gonna be able to relate to you. So for me, that's. That's kind of like the moment in my life when I realized that it's important for you to admit or be vulnerable sometimes with other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and uh, talking to other people that I work with, you know, um, that I go running with, sometimes that's just that's just very hard for them. That's just very hard for them. So, I mean, it, it's, it's great you saying, you know, kind of being that listener. You know what I mean? And that's why God gave us two ears instead of, you know. Absolutely. Instead of. <laughs> Two mouths, you know. I would say, um, when, when it comes to like, uh, you said something that kind of stuck out at me, like when you said perception, right? Um, it's it's all about perception. We hear it all the time, right? Perception is reality. Perception mm -hmm. is reality, and to a sense, but perception is somebody's reality. It may not That's be true. real. It may not be the truth. But it is somebody's reality. It's mm -hmm. how it's how somebody's looking at it. And I like what you said about Mallory, but with the whole competition, because sometimes people do that. They concentrate on the lens that they're looking at at that moment. Mm -hmm. When in reality, there's a bunch of other lenses that have, you know throughout the time. I mean, because you know, I've seen her at her worst. You know, trying to trying to do that cardio, right? You know, trying to eat those. Those macros <laughs> that she has to eat, and and it's a process. It is, and and that's why today there's a there's a lot of, especially especially young people, they they're misinformed and they look at they look at the the end product, but they're not looking at 
all the other failures over there. You know, like one of the guys that I you know truly admire, you know, David Goggins. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we He's read his book. Talking about it. You know, yeah. And I love when he says that the people that you admire the most are the people that have failed the most. Facts. And I, and and I and I think that 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 just hits home because that's absolutely true. It you is. know, because I mean, you hear stories about you know. People getting rejected, you know, Morgan Freeman getting rejected as a as a young actor, and mm-hmm. now he's like, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, does everything, you know. But he, <laughs> you know, but he never gave up. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's it's just one of those things that's just completely inspirational, and Absolutely. I and I love those stories. But that's one of the things that a lot of people today don't realize is that it's 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 the process that gives you the character. I think, um, man, and we can go. <laughs> I can take that and go forever, but we won't. Um, absolutely. You got to come back. Uh, whenever you're ready to have me. <laughs> so, and I've done a thing, I've done a thing like that. Uh, again, shameless plug, right? Mm-hmm. On my Facebook, on my Facebook page. I think I put it on my Instagram. I did put it on Instagram. But it was, it was a post that says, learn to love your process. And a lot of people don't like, we really won't get it. Like, what is it's the process? It's your process. Your process is going to be different from my process. My pro- like none of them will be the same. There may be things along the line that kind of where they merge, but then we're out. It's like, okay, hey, you did this or you had to go through this. Mm-hmm. How did it work for you? And then that's it. You're in and you're out. But your process is your process. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share this with you, right? Vulnerability. It's time now. I'll share this with you. A lot of people think that... If you see me now, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe my past. If I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Nobody would believe it. If I showed you a picture of me uh, at 17, 18, you'd be like, nah, that's not true. It is. I was I was that guy. Um, But based off of situations. Right. Um, It was a post I put up there. It says your environment influences your behavior. Your behavior influences your decisions and your decisions will influence your life. My environment that I was in at the time definitely influenced the way that I act, right? Mom, that whole story, right? Single mom, mom and dad divorced. My father was in the military. I love him to death. Um, was he there when I was younger? Absolutely, in and out of times, right? So you, it's taking that and pushing forward. So I see my mom, I go through seeing somebody breaking the house and beating my mom. As a little kid, you can't do anything about it. Um, it's like, oh, I'm gonna be, one day I'm gonna get bigger, and I'm, but I was always skinny. So it's like, okay, one day I'm going to get bigger, but I was still skinny. I got older and I got skinnier. Um, my little brother started playing football. I didn't want to play football. Honestly, I wanted to be like Snoop Dogg. That's what I wanted to be. A rapper. I didn't want to be a rapper, though. Oh. I just wanted to be the ladies' man. Very well. But <laughs> got into school and I was like, okay, hey. Um, the coach looked at me and said, you never think about playing football? Nope. Let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. I turned out I was really good, but I had a problem. I was skinny. Summer, I start working out. I start lifting weights. I went from, I'll say 105. I'm not going to say 95 pounds. I went from 105 pounds over the summer to 205. The same height. Uh, I got a little taller. Yeah. But 205. And everybody looked at me like, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. I think it was the protein shake that my coach was giving. That my coach gave me on top of working at Burger King and just eating <laughs> a high carb diet, like potatoes, bread, chicken. That's what I was on. Mm-hmm. But things like that, right? Turn out, I enjoy football, love playing football. Now, you would think, oh, he's going to go to school. 
That's the next piece of the story. No. I got into an argument with my mom, left Texas and went to Dayton, Ohio, because that's where my dad was. You know what, mom, I'm done. You can't teach me how to be a man. And before I disrespect you in your house, I'm gone. I leave. Back up, move to Dayton, Ohio. Get to Dayton, Ohio. Call my dad. Hey, I'm here. Okay. Wait, what? I mean, I thought you was going to be excited to, yeah, come on, man. You can stay at my house. No. I'm here. Well, what are you doing here? I need to live with you. Yeah, no, nah, that ain't going to happen. Okay, cool. See where this is going. Again, he, he was in his life. He was going through his process, whatever it was. Can't blame him for it. He got remarried. He did his thing. I love them both. Mm -hmm. So now it's my process. Here it is. Time to develop Van. Who is he? I sleep. I, I go to one of my mom's friend's house. When I was younger, I, I remember a childhood friend, um, well, my mom's friend as a child. Um, I end up staying at her house. Long story short, things didn't work out. And I found myself without a place to stay. I go to my aunt's house. That lasted for a week. So now I'm moving from couch to couch. Okay, what am I doing? 17 years old. Mind you, I dropped out. Of, I left school. I left high school. 17 years old. Um, in Dayton, Ohio, trying to figure it out. Okay, I'm going to go to my uncle's house. But before I go to my uncle's house, I need to figure this out. Because um, I'm not, I won't get into that part. I find a dog. And me and this dog fell in love. And I slept in that doghouse until I was comfortable enough to go to my uncle's house. I guarantee when my family hear this, the crazy part about it is, as close as I was to my family and my cousin, they don't even know this part about me. Wow. And that vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody knows that I slept with a dog in my family before I, because pride. You know what? I'm not begging nobody else to sleep on a couch. I'll figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. I've done this before. I'm okay. I'm built for this. Whatever comes, my mom prepared me for this. Eventually, I go over to my uncle's house. Things happen. Trouble starts to come. Trouble starts to come. Trouble starts to come. Every decision but the right decision. Did I enroll myself back in school? Because I know a lot of people are like, wait, wait, wait. Did he go to back to school? I did go back to school. Good job. But I wouldn't graduate. <laughs> Eventually, it's like, all right, trouble happens. Boom. What's the end state of trouble? Get end state of it? Okay. The end state of trouble. Consequences, right? Yeah, consequences. Um, in certain neighbor, in certain areas, they say dead or in jail. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, I'm here talking to you, so it was the uh, it was the opposite. Went to jail, and at that time, my mom's coming down, right? Because mom, mom here to save the day, team. Sitting in the courtroom, and of course, I know a lot of people think like, "Wait, how did he get to jail?" Next time, so <laughs> we're sitting in the courtroom, and I'm thinking, you know, a mom coming. My mom's gonna take care of me. I'm 17. My mom's going to take care of me. My mom shows up. So my mom leaves Texas, comes to Dayton, Ohio, walks in the courtroom crying, sobbing. The last time she saw me, we got into an argument. I haven't talked to her in, since I left. Wow. I haven't talked to her since I left. And all this took place, like, still within the same year. She comes to the courtroom crying, looks at the judge. And the judge says, ma'am, we will let him go because he's a minor. We will let him go 
if you promise to take him back to Texas because he can't stay here. That's how silent it was in the courtroom. She looked at the judge, she dropped her head and she said, keep him. Because if he don't learn here, he ain't gonna learn. The best thing my mom ever did, for the best thing to this day that anybody has ever done for me, because it taught me at one point, your process becomes your process. And whatever, my mom was a person that molded into me, whatever don't break you, baby, makes you stronger. Mm -hmm. I'm not broke. And it definitely made me stronger. So that right there, just that piece has always made me, I'll replay that, I'll replay that. The way I just explained it to you, I still get chills because I understand it. And yeah. I mean, people need to go through adversity to grow, you know? Absolutely. I mean, and it's something, like you said, everybody's process is different, but you know, I, I don't have a story quite like that, but you know, the things that I had to, to go through as a, as a young individual as well, you know, I think it molds you mm. and I'm sure it's, it's what's kind of inspired you to develop Vance Street Fitness in the way that it's going to be probably different from any other type of fitness, I don't know, group or whoever's doing something similar. It's not going to be similar. It's going to be it's completely not. different. Uh, we were talking on the phone, you know, before you arrived and you said that you had a phase process. Absolutely. Can you, can you elaborate on three phases? Three phases. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'm going to be vague because I'm definitely the type of person that will, you don't show your cards at, of course. at once. <laughs> so there are three phases to advanced true fitness, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we're currently in phase one. Phase one is just actually getting the get, getting started. The development of advanced true fitness. What does that look like? Okay. Getting all the certifications, making sure that I put myself in the best position that possible to be able to help people. And not just um, like anybody. And I'm not going to say everybody because that's very that's a, that's a huge goal, right? Right. Mm -hmm. As of right now, it's just it's all about experience. Getting getting the experience to provide help for people. Right. And then comes phase two. Phase two is actually moving into the building, um, getting the building established, and taking that taking that better adding adding on to what Vance True Fitness is like. Again, everything else, phase one, website design, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Everything's under the work, the construction of it. Mm -hmm. Phase two is actually where, okay, it it's, time, it's time to it's time to start moving. Yeah. This is where we're getting team members coming in. Okay, hey, what do you what service do you provide and how can you because Vans True Fitness is just not Van. Yeah. It's the service. Okay, let's build a service for people. Mm -hmm. And then phase three, that's going back. Hmm. That that's going back. And when I say that's going back, that's okay, you know what? Because I was put in a position that I was put in as a child, I want to make sure that no other kid gets put in that position. But if they do, they have the they have the resources to go and fix it, or they got resources to go look up. Like yeah. a lot of people have those resources, but I mean, a lot of kids have those resources, and a lot of kids don't. Yeah. So, I think that'll be a, a good a good movement for you. Yeah, for sure. And I think that once your story gets out, you know, and people start kind of listening from you know where you came from and how you got here, I think you can have a lot of people that relate to you, mm. you know, and that, that's, that's what makes, you know, people stick out. Absolutely. And right now, you know, with your story, you have a really good foundation of, of, of what you're building because uh, that stuff happens more often than not. It does. You know what I mean? Because these, these people that have, 
that are lucky enough to have what we call fairy tale lives, uh, you know, they're they're few and far in between. And people that know the struggle and know what it is to face adversity and come from the bottom and make it somewhat to the top know that just because they're in a good place doesn't mean you unbuckle and release. Absolutely. It means you keep grinding every day and you keep putting forth that effort, you know? And that's exactly what what you're trying, you know, what it is that you're trying to say is that it's about it's about the whole life concept. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so welcome back. But one of the things that I want to say real quick is after that story, first of all, we really appreciate you being vulnerable here with us and opening up to us. Again, I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to, you know, your process and where you came from. Uh, and I think that that's something that is very special. And I, I don't think that you can fill your cup if it still has you know, stuff inside of it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to empty it out and kind of restart all over again. And I think that that's kind of where you're going uh, with, with your, uh, with your fitness, uh, both mentally, physically, and spiritually. Uh, and again, here at, here, here at RT, RTTO, that's our goal, you know, absolutely helping other people, but at the same time, we can't do it all. Absolutely. You know? And I really appreciate, you know, you being here and, and kind of giving us another aspect to think about. I think it's great. Mm, I agree. Uh, I mean, like I said, we've been good friends for a while. So <laughs> I'm glad you agreed to, to come on and share your story because uh, I didn't want to hog all the, the knowledge you've given me for myself. <laughs> I wanted to be able to share it with our listeners. Um, so I will pass it off to you. Um, you're going to give us a little bit more info about the business and where to find you. And then just for our listeners, I'll definitely put all this information in the notes. So that way it'll be easy click to get to, you know, to be able to access Van and, and everything he has to offer. All right. Well, <clears throat> first, let's go ahead and get this out the way. Thank y'all for actually letting me come. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the, the biggest thing. Um, for the longest piece, I was asking myself, like, what am I going to do? How, like, okay, you got the social media and stuff like that. I even start trying to put videos out there, but it's like, okay. It's a slow process. It's, it, it is, yeah. right? It, it, it is. <laughs> and I, I almost became my biggest, worst enemy like everybody else, right? And then you came. So I greatly appreciate that mm -hmm. from, from the bottom of my heart, really. Absolutely. It means a lot. Um, now, as far as where people can find me, so Instagram, you can go to Vans True Fitness, uh, Vans underscore True underscore Fitness. And then for Facebook, you just go visit, type in Vans True Fitness LLC. Uh, True is spelled T-R-U. It's a method to the madness. And then obviously the website, the website, uh, just understand the website is still under construction, but it does allow people to go in and start to see things you'll see coming soon with the ticker. Um, VanceTrueFitness.com. Vance True Fitness is one word, V-A-N-S-T-R-U-F-I-T-N-E-S-S.com. And once you go there, you will see the screen. It'll say coming soon. Um, please type in your email address and hit uh, keep me posted. And I'll get that email and I will definitely respond. And just to kind of let everybody know right now what I am, what I am currently doing, just for those out there, it's like, OK, hey, what do you provide? As of right now, I am an International Sports Science Association uh, personal trainer. I do hold a 
fitness nutrition specialist certification. I cannot make meal plans. I can coach you through what to eat and how to eat. I can make recommendations, but I am not a certified nutrition or a dietitian. So it's a difference. And I am pending uh, NLP, uh, neurological practicing, uh, life coaching. So yeah, it is, right? It's a tongue twister. So I I am becoming a life coach out uh, thanks to international NLP. Mike, I'm sorry I had to do that because those guys are awesome. Of course, of course. Um, And that's their program, so. I am not completely certified in that yet, though. So thank you again for having me. Goals for the future. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, we definitely uh, want to invite you back on for the future. Uh, and definitely so we can pick your brain and then see how Band's true fitness evolves over time. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. All right. Keep going.